this movie had better horror music than like the most recent horror movies. Like honestly. You know, you out edited yourself with this pick, Ed. <laughs> okay. Yes, 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 I did. <laughs> okay. So, hello everyone. Welcome to Reshoot, an amateur's guide to good or film. We are two of your hosts, uh, Ryan Gosling's weird fist fetish and Sword Cop. Sword Cop. <laughs> I'm Hector. Ed. What we do is we take a movie good bad or whether we like it or not and we just fix it why not see if we can improve upon it yeah, or change we, it yeah we reshoot the movie reshoot the movie and uh today ed picked this movie uh ruthie's not here right now because she's on a trip as of the time of this being recorded this backup episode and i told ed hey ed pick the movie that ruthie would never watch pick the most movie ruthie would never watch and he picked only God forgives keeping the Ryan Gosling thing going, even though this might not come out at the it's same not time going, as Grey Man. It's not going to. <clears throat> yeah, Only God Forgives. It's, uh, I forget the director's name, but it's by the same guy that did Drive. It's he, the same dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. As He did Drive. Isn't Drive actually good? <laughs> and then he made this movie. Isn't Drive actually good? I've never seen something go from so fucking good to so bad so quickly. <laughs> really <laughs> not 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 in this kind of scale i think i'm not sure though either way yeah only god forgives starring, starring ryan gosling and the director of director and writer I'm, i think of drive and this movie was wild it felt more like mild wild okay so do you want to give the plot synopsis all right so let me just pull up um, really quickly you're going to read it straight from Wikipedia? I'm not going to read it straight from <laughs> Wikipedia. I'm just going to make sure that I don't miss anything like super important. All right. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> movie is about brothers Julian and Billy, Ryan Gosling, and... I don't know his name. Damn it. Well, anyway. Brothers Julian and Billy, American people that they live in bangkok and they run like a muay thai boxing club there but they use it as a front for dealing drugs all of the drugs and and then weird things happen <laughs> eventually billy goes to like a brothel or picks up a prostitute or something and then uh rapes and murders her and sword cop i forget i don't think i give him his name yeah either way the cop he's a lieutenant lieutenant but sword cop yeah sword cop eventually goes and uh finds the prostitute's father and brings him to the room where billy is still there and then the they like lock the dad in the room with billy and the dad brutally murders Billy. And the cop was saying, like, do whatever you want with him. And then later on, he's just like, they take him out. And then Sword Cop cuts off his arm as punishment for murdering Billy, which is really weird. No, no, it was for letting his daughter be a prostitute. Oh, letting, yeah, letting his four da daughters. I thought it was just the one daughter. All four. It was all four? I'm pretty sure it was all four. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Either, either his daughter or all four. Because he, he mentioned only one. Instead yeah. of all four. Yeah. So he only cut off one arm instead of arms and legs. But yeah, for punishment of that, prostitution is illegal in Thailand, but it is very, very prevalent. Eventually, Julian finds out from his other associate that Billy was killed. He also had a vision about it. Sorta. He also did have a vision about it while watching his favorite prostitute masturbate in front of him while he was tied to a chair. Yeah. <laughs> this one was, like, it felt like a fever dream. It was a fever dream. Like, yeah, while well, he was watching that, he, like, had this vision of, like, Sword Cop and, like, the, the red hallways of this uh, hotel or whatever. And he had a vision of his arm getting cut off. Anyways, they find out that they find, eventually they find the dude. And they kidnap him. 
And after he tells his story, Julian decides to forgive him and let him go and not kill the person that killed his brother. And then Julian's mother shows up because she also heard the news of Billy dying. Oh my God. She's a manipulative. Yeah. Anyways, she shows up. She convinces uh, Julian to take revenge after demasculating after, him. after emasculating him and being really weird about him and his arm uh <laughs> it wasn't the arm it was a penis size oh yeah he he emasculated him no because she compared yeah well that, that was at the dinner either way she shows up tries to convince julian julian says let him go she hires his associate to get the dad killed and then she hires a hitman to kill the cop that caused Billy to get killed by the dad. <laughs> they they try to put a hit on the sword cop. He gets away, gets some information from the people that were hired, finds out who was the hired hitman, goes to him, tortures him with ice picks and chopsticks or the things that girls put to hold up their hair, the two little sticks. Gets the information of who it was that hired him, which was Julian's mom. He then kills Julian's mom. Oh yeah, the, the, uh, Julian, Julian's mom and Mai, the prostitute that Julian likes, all have dinner, and it was incredibly weird. And after after the dinner, Julian forces uh, Mai to take off the dress that he gifted her in public, and then he feels bad about it. Uh, <laughs> you forgot the fight. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. Oh my god, this is so, so bad. No, I can. I, can I kind of forbid that? Yeah. So basically. He keep Julian keeps having these visions, and he keeps seeing Sword Cop. So he sees Sword Cop, and he's like, "Hey, let's fight. Just settle this." Yeah. And uh, Julian can't land a single goddamn hit yeah. on uh, Sword. on Sword Cop. And then he gets more demasculated, and he loses. And then his mom's like, first emasculating him, then she's like, "Please save me, because you like you saved me from your dad." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Fine." Fine, and then he goes with one of the kids to Sword Cop's house. And then Sword Cop goes and stabs Julian's mother, kills her after Julian after Julian's mom revealed that Julian killed his dad w- with his bare hands. And then back at Sword Cop's house, the nanny and his daughter show up. The kid that Julian went with kills the nanny, and then Julian kills the kid before she kills Sword Cop's daughter. And then he leaves. He finds his mom in the hotel room dead. Cuts open her stomach. Sticks his hand in there. Has a vision. And then he goes to Sword Cop in the woods. And apparently gets both his hands cut off. And then the movie ends with Sword Cop singing karaoke to his subordinates or some bullshit. Okay, so question about that. Because I'm going to let the audience in on something. I was watching this and I was watching on Tubi. I don't have a login. The thing broke during one of the ads. It froze, and I couldn't undo it. So I stopped right at the, after the part where he like, where the mom dies. Does sort of, does Julian just willingly just hold out his hands to get him cut? Yeah, he just holds them out like this. Like he, there was a scene very like almost at the very beginning of the movie where he he pulls out his hands and then he slowly clenches them to fists. He kind of does the same thing. And then sword cops right, sword cops right next to him, and just kind of like goes down, but you don't see it actually cut off his arms. Something about fists, <laughs> specifically Ryan Gosling's fists in this movie, hands something. I won't be surprised if some kind of like you can create or destroy, and you only destroy mm. kind of symbolism. Yeah, or washing of the sinner's hands, cleansing himself of that. Yeah. Okay, so this is weird without Ruthie. We miss you, Ruthie. Yes. Please come back, baby. Yes, I'll change. She does better synopsis than I do. Jesus Christ. Please come back, baby. I'll change. <laughs> no, uh, she's on a work trip. Uh. <laughs> so, let's see. Who want you want to start? Yeah, I'll start with my likes. So first of all, this movie, like Drive, is beautifully shot. Cinematography on this is top tier it did not deserve to be this good every shot every framing 
like everything like there's a channel youtube channel called every frame of painting literally this movie the lighting is also just very unique and really really catches your eye with the choices that they make with like these slits of light that just like stripes the people everything else is basically almost pitch black the color the red the blue the purple all of that that matches like where they're at it's just, it's just so i love the lighting of this movie so much and it it, it really it kind of makes up for the lack of uh, emotional impact of the story and the actors in it this makes movie. up for it in your eyes a little bit not a lot but a little bit because it does it does convey a feeling throughout the film what the director is trying to make you feel it doesn't quite hit the mark because you need more than just that this movie is just very very good to look at no it is very very pretty and that's where everything stops <laughs> um damn oh yeah also the soundtrack is is interesting because it, it it sounds like horror movie music not like the big like bah thing but you know just like the sinister aesthetic like... sinister sounding like stuff through like throughout the suspense building one except there's no release in this movie it's all it's only suspense which can work like uh, uncut gems but you know and then, yeah everything just stops there uh ryan gosling says like 15 lines in this whole movie or something <laughs> close to that and he had like the same two expressions the entire time yeah he had the weirdest like well, when he was watching my touch herself he had this weird this like super weird like scared but sad look on his face while he was just watching this and it made no fucking sense what was going on. I feel like we got the second movie in a trilogy, you mm. know? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> or we got part two of a two-parter, you know? Yeah, like yeah. it I feel like I missed so much context in ways. Yeah, and I think I think a little bit of the being tied to the chair and like feeling helpless but comes from his mom just always being Saying Billy was the better brother, the older brother, always, he never lived up to him. I, I can't. He had a tiny penis, oh, he had a normal penis compared to Billy's gigantic penis, stuff like that. I, that line worried me a little too much. I've, I've been reading, uh, you know who Jeanette McCurdy is? No. Uh, if you've ever seen iCarly, she was Sam, the, uh, blonde haired girl. Mm. She released a book uh, called I'm Glad My Mother Died. <laughs> it, you laugh until you realize how bad her mother really was. Yeah, yeah. She was a me like a mess bunny kindly. I'm glad Jeanette's doing better. Jesus Christ. I, I, I got the audiobook off the library and I, I've never listened for that long in one sitting. I listened like three, four hours in one sitting. It's, yeah. it's a six hour book. It's, uh, listen to it if you have a chance. That's my one more thing. But, uh, holy shit like the whole time I'm, that line just kind of struck me because of the book so i'm like did she abuse both of them because that explains way too much i think she only abused julian and that's why he was like sexually too i think uh yes yeah, sexually too uh, it, it is hinted that it was sexually as well but the thing is i, I don't know if she abused billy it gives i probably i think so just because yeah. he fucking raped uh, someone i think it is a but it could it could also be that because he was the better older brother quote unquote he just she just let him do whatever he wants and he felt entitled to just it, do that no maybe? i i see what you're saying it could be both because my whole thing is while this isn't necessarily true sometimes hurt people hurt people mm -hmm. and i think yeah. that was it for both of them Julian was definitely more reserved, I think, or, like, he had more empathy than Billy, for I sure. I mean, dude's clearly traumatized. Yes. I, it does kind of reframe the movie a little bit to not make it as bad. Yeah. But, like... Still, Julian's not a good person either way. No one is. <laughs> no, one, no one No is. one in this movie is. The closest one is, weirdly enough, uh, Sword Cop. He's corrupt, though. He's corrupt, but he's not... He's trying yeah. to be vigilante. He doesn't accept bribes. Yeah. Like, it's a different kind of corrupt. Yeah, anyways. Acting was good, just... The story was just so fucking all over the, the place. The acting was good? From... Yeah, I, I still believe... 
Gosling did a good acting job with just his face. Uh, no, a lot no, of the no, time. no, I'll agree with that. No, yeah. but my question is like, Maya was good. The sword cop was good. His Billy was barely there. I'm not. Mm. I don't mind as much. Um, Julian's mom was good. I really. I liked did her. not like her. She her I acting. Felt, I felt like she was overacting. Really? Like too much emphasis felt... on certain words. Like too much breathiness and exasperation in every word. And I get why, but it just felt like she was overselling it, it half the time. It sold me. I don't know. Fair enough. I mean, it's each their own. Yeah. Stories all over the place, kind of, uh, with Sword Cop just going around trying to find... Uh. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I say the story, and you can see that with the synopsis I lost my mind, but throughout all of this, there's just weird fever dream scenes that make no sense at first or like ever that just go that is throughout all of this film. And freaking there's just like a scene of the sword cop singing karaoke to his subordinates, a scene of Gosling like in this private room with his favorite prostitute behind a veil and then like beating some people up. And like imagining touching her and all of this shit, like all throughout the movie, it's just weird ass fever dreams and strange shit. Like the sword, sword cop even has his own kind of episodes of stuff, but it doesn't. It doesn't. To me, it never made sense what some of these mean. Yeah, they're they're all over the place, and even the singing scenes are just like kind of like. Why is he doing this? Why? What does this add to the movie? Is it trying to humanize Sword Cop? Because if you're trying to humanize Sword Cop, you 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 did it wrong. I think Sword Cop should have been like Anton Chigurh from No Country. He should just be a force of nature kind of thing. He should be like. I, I did read a little bit of what some people thought, and some people thought. That oh, that's fine. Julian was a sinner. The mom was the devil. And Sword Cop was God. That makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, my thought process with Sword Cop being with the karaoke scenes, the reason I liked them, I think it just shows, like, everyone else seems to be unsure at times, or mm. super... Yeah. They're all mixed. But Sword Cop knows who and what he is the entire time. He's completely at peace with himself, and I think that shows through his karaoke. Because none of this bothers him at the end of the day. He goes to sleep at night. Uh, yeah, he just goes back to karaoke after cutting off Julian's arms. And at, even after killing I Julian's I might have mom. to add another half a star to this on my letterboxed. Anyways, the scenes and all that, it, it just didn't, didn't work for me. The fever dream stuff. But, but, the, the whole like quietness and the slow and all of that. That's that's my kind of shit. I love that shit. I love I love how slow and quiet this movie was. <laughs> In the end of the day, this was only a ninety minute film, and it felt way longer. Way longer. <laughs> way Jesus longer. Than I got fifteen minutes, paused it for a second, used the restroom, and I looked back and I'm like, I thought I was thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, movie movie felt extremely long, and I think that's at fault with some of these vision scenes these fever dreams stuff things that happen throughout i i personally my fixes would be to ground this movie more like not make as many fever dream scenes but maybe combine them more and have a more clear understanding of when it's a fever dream or when it's not did the scene with the mom also confuse you because it was the same lighting? Oh, yeah, that's right. When it cut back to his mom. And, and she's talking yeah. to him for the first time. And I got mm -hmm. super confused. Yeah, it yeah. was it was weird. That was super weird. Yeah, the, the, the lighting's good. But, yeah, definitely if you're going to switch between two scenes, two people in two different places, use different lighting, please. Mm -hmm. it, it it saves so much confusion. Because, yeah, it was, it was Ryan with... My right? No, it was after. It was with Ryan when he sees his mom for the first time, and it was as he was having a vision of seeing the tunnels and stuff. That was, or not the tunnels, not the tunnels, the pathway, the corridor, the hall. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, yeah. When he sees, yeah, it, it it didn't make sense if that. Okay, I was thinking of a different thing. Oh, okay, but 
Yes, that when he first sees his mom in the hotel that Ryan sees my that was like I was like, oh, is this a vision? But it's not. Uh I was thinking of a different scene where Ryan is with somebody else. I forget maybe my, maybe somebody else, I don't remember. And then his mom is somewhere else in Bangkok, and it switches between Ryan and his mom, and the lighting is exactly the same in both scenes. And it seems like his mom is there. But she's not. Yeah, she's over was... over somewhere else watching male strippers or something. Well, I, this is I think this is the part where Ryan is uh, with my in like that little private room. I think so. Yes, you. Yes, that was it. Yeah. That was such a weird. Because she's sitting in a chair that would make sense that she's staring directly at at Julian and my. <sighs> yeah. And that that yeah, switch up the lighting a little bit when you're gonna do that, please, because. Ryan Gosling's room was like red purple and then where she was was also red purple maybe do like some blue orange stuff like that I don't know I was thinking blue yellow if you want to blue be yellow or contrasting yeah so, so, something that complements both red and purple but different colors please but yeah that, that, that was extremely confusing for like the first couple uh, cuts of between those two scenes I would definitely have... Okay, so the fixes would be not as many fever dreams, but to make the movie still an hour and a half, have the fever dreams be a little bit longer and have it clear, more clearly show when it is a fever dream. And I think these fever dreams should explore more of uh, Julian's character and maybe even explore his trauma more than just through exposition that you get from his mom. Like, actually so show some scenes of the trauma he received, whichever it may be, some abuse, some sexual abuse, maybe. Torture, maybe, also. I don't know. Just something like that to explore Julian's character. And maybe even Billy can have his own scene in the beginning, and then you can kind of compare the two and see how different lives they live. Because with this abusive mother and father, probably, also, you can see how each of them how they coped with it differently yes. basically with their actions throughout the movie because they both have the same mother but they're both they're different like i said julian seems to show a little bit more empathy and forgiveness than than billy while billy is just does whatever he wants basically mm-hmm. and yeah that's what i would do billy and and maybe only one vision per character throughout Okay. One so vision be... for Billy, one for Julian, one for Mai, maybe. Sword Cop, and then Mom. And Why does... Mother. Oh, like, he sees a vision. Each yeah, vision like, he person. sees okay. a vision. Okay. I thought it was like, each person gets a vision. That didn't make sense to me. That makes more sense. No, no, yeah, like, we all see a vision of Billy, of, of each, each of person. the main characters. Yes, yes, yes. And, yeah, I think that would be really, really more, more concise and you kind of more uh, understand... Because Julian has all the, all, almost all the visions in this film. And if you see the character and then the vision, and then you see like Billy and his, and then Julian and his, after two of that happening, I think the viewers will understand. understand. It's like, oh, when things don't make sense, we're just seeing like things internally of this character. You know what I think? Can I add to what I think would help? What? Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Remember when they were switching dimensions? They mm-hmm. used even lenses, different lenses, because the and yeah, different framing, different cause... framing, and yeah, because I noticed when when they went to different dimensions, like it it was just a little bit different. different. And yeah. but your brain could subconsciously pick up yes, on it. Yes, yes, and that's that's the thing that I actually want to bring up bring up from a very terrible choice, in my opinion, from a. It comes at night. Because It Comes at Night also has some dream sequences, but they do a choice not as subtle and not as good as everything everywhere at once. They change the aspect ratio when it's a... I mean, if it's trying true, it's a trying true. There's no well, shame. But the thing is, like, in It Comes at Night is trying to feel, like, have you this suspense and this fear and, like, what what is out there? What is this... And when you see the aspect ratio change and creepy stuff is happening, you understand that oh, there's no danger here. Okay. That's what I under. That's because oh, the aspect okay. ratio 
thins down, it becomes way more widescreen. Oh, okay. So it cuts off top and bottom. You can really see that. And I think that was a very, very poor choice by the film directors. It comes out it's still a good film. You should watch it. But uh, <laughs> I think that was a... That I think that everything overall once and maybe, yeah, in here, maybe change the lighting too. Maybe, maybe the real world is more red and the visions is more blue kind of thing. Or maybe the visions are more red while real world is more purple bluish kind of stuff. Okay. I think that works. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, most of the visions from what I remember are red as fuck. Yeah. But most of the movie was red as red fuck. As fuck. So. Yeah. Red, purple, blue, like a, but I, l- I love the color choice of this movie. It's it, it gives it, again, I, I love that stuff. But yeah, I definitely give one vision per character. Explore them more internally. You make more emotional connections and understanding with each character because I didn't give a fuck about every- anybody in this movie. Uh, <laughs> they're all still evil, but like, you can make evil characters the movie's you can better make feel for evil characters the like, movie's better as a spectacle than a story which is a shame because i feel like there was something good here yeah th- there's definitely something good you here. can't have both you can yes and uh there's there's another movie that kind of did this too where they focus too much on the spectacle than the film but i don't know i would keep the story mostly the same it, it's I, I still like the story of the Vigilante Sword Cop and all of that and Julian. It's just so weird sometimes. No, it's weird. It's hard to it it it's more abstract, which is like yeah. I mean that can make a good film, but you have to kind of have a good yeah. idea of what you're doing. I feel like something escaped them when yeah. they're making this. And I, I don't understand what when it's a spectacle like this, I I don't understand what kind of theme the director was trying to bring out in this when when it's a more of a spectacle film it's usually like a deeper a, theme yeah exactly i was wondering that too i couldn't I, figure I, it out this time not yet at least anyways those are my fixes likes dislikes and that yeah that's it for me can i ask you a question yes how do you stumble upon this film i like ryan gosling a lot <laughs> <laughs> okay a lot of times I start watching movies or I like watch a movie that was recommended or uh, something like that or that it's just that I've seen on Netflix or somewhere over and over and I'm just like curious and sometimes I just like oh this character's cool or this actor's cool let me watch a lot of his films it happened with me with Tom Hardy after Mad Max I just watched a whole bunch of Tom Hardy movies that's after not bad that. that's that's a pretty good use of your time yeah and then Ryan Gosling uh this was when I was like really into Ryan Gosling after La La Land. Yeah, after La La Land and 2049, I, I saw a couple of his movies like Place Beyond the Pines, Drive. I still need to see Drive. I haven't seen Notebook yet either. You haven't seen which one? Notebook, the you, Notebook. You haven't seen it? No. I haven't either. Yeah, and I still got to watch Blue Valentine with him as well. Yeah. I just usually get hung up on an actor and I watch all of their movies. And sometimes when I'm in there, I see a different actor and I'm like, oh, let me watch this actor's movies. And it just like chains off from there. But yeah, that's how I found out about this movie. It's, on my, it's been on my list for years because I heard it was good. <laughs> what a lie that was. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Yes. So, likes. It looks great. Like, I don't think I have to say any more than that. We already talked a lot about it. The action choreography was, like, really, really good for what little there was. Like, that one fight scene between uh, Sword Cop and Ryan and Julian was, like, really well shot and well... Yeah. I don't know. The, the only thing I didn't like about it is that it, the movie was only, like, $8 million to make. Only eight million. Only eight, and it made like ten or something. It, it came out positive because there was no advertising for this movie. But I will say that just a little bit, like Ryan Gosling's punches were definitely like you know overthrown, like way too much wind up, way too much follow up kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like those those swings that you know are meant to miss. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. I just like it because I, I I respect that. I understand that. I'm I'm surprised I missed that. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I Just the fact that I could tell what was going on is nice. Yes, agreed. 
the torture scenes were pretty well done, actually. Like, I think there were practical effects. Yeah. So that's fun. To, I don't know. I just got, um, if anyone wants more of these kind of movies, uh, Syndicate, giving him a shout out for whenever this comes out. He did a Grindhouse series. I was actually in one. Ep- I was in the first episode of the season. And, uh, yeah, if you want more Grindhouse, he gives a lot of good recommendations. Uh, I don't know. It's good. I like seeing prosthetics and, like, makeup used to show good gore. Not that I like gore, but, you know, like, it's better than, like, uh, CGI. Yeah, I, I wish John Wick went back to using more, or used more uh, practical effects than they are using now, because almost everything you see there is CGI. The gore. And the shots, once, yeah. you, once you have a movie so big, you kind of have to use CGI. Yeah. I don't blame them, but I agree. Dislikes. Acting, for the most part. Again, Ryan Gosling I liked. Billy wasn't enough. The mother, ugh. Just, I didn't like, again, I thought she was overacting. I'm sure she's great in other things, but with how weird everyone was acting, I think it was more just the direction. The kind of lack of a story, I feel like you can't have good thematic elements and a good plot, and they can work. It's been done before. I don't know. Again, I'm not fully blaming the writer or director. I feel like maybe something escaped him. Maybe I'm missing something. Who knows? I didn't like the mother character at all. Um, I I get why she's there. I just didn't like that element of all the... I don't know, just the way she was told to walk and the way to act. It just felt like you're having a a mustache-twirling villain in what's supposed to be a more gray film. I I can see that, yeah. The mother was the only one that was, like, 100% evil. And I, I don't know, I like it when my grades have gray. Yeah, they can have one... Maybe one black and white character, but I don't think it's good at times to, uh, if they're an antagonist, it doesn't work, but if they're, like, the protagonist, it can work, but I just... Yeah, and and with such a, such a, like, ambiguous film like this, it it does kind of clash a little bit. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, my last dislike I wrote down, holy show, don't tell Batman. What? show don't tell the movie just does telling oh yes it's exposition dumps it's not even just exposition yeah it's just weird like some there's some interesting stuff hidden in the words they say which is again show don't tell i think exemplifies something similar but just you could have shown a lot more than what instead of just telling it and maybe that's a plot thing i mean a budget thing but like i don't know you can get creative Maybe. I don't know. I've never made a film again. I feel bad saying that, but just <laughs> something I didn't like. Alright, so the fixes. It's gonna stretch the movie out a little bit. Again, I as you said, a million dollar budget. Stretch a little. Maybe you can... Squeeze it in. Yes. So, you show the brothers living a bit of a good life. You know, they're both teaching boxing. Right? Julian's actually good at it. Billy isn't, really. And then you show them doing other stuff, like Billy's just fucking women, Julian's just tied up while a prostitute diddles herself. Just shit like that. Just show bits of a Montauk show, you know. Yeah, just like... Movies. The way I like it is, you show how a usual day goes, then you introduce the chaos, and then we get the aftermath, right? Mm. It just goes straight to chaos, which can work. Don't think it worked out well for this one. Yeah, you want to set the status quo before the inciting incident of the story. Billy seems nice when he's not selling drugs. But then he goes out, he's like, saying like, hey, yeah, see you later. Then he goes straight to the uh, scene where he's, yeah. you know, trying to get the prostitutes. Maybe, like, the lighting's been blue. As soon as he goes through, like, a dark alley, within, like, seconds, it just goes red. Because he's now in that yeah. mind set. His death plays out the same way. I don't, you know, doesn't need to be changed. Julian is distraught when he hears the news. He dreams of a man, the sword cop, cutting off his hands. Kind of the beginning, but I think it works better as a dream. Yeah. Because he gets that vision when he's watching. The exactly. Movie, so. I think it'd be more interesting if... Actually, no, never mind. No, I was going to say if they're twins, but I don't think so. I think the older brother motif works better. Yeah. I I can admit when I'm wrong. Uh, 
So Julian goes on the hunt. Yeah, they're in the drug trade. He knows there's a prostitute who died, so he assumes there's someone in the prostitution trade. They're not that big. They tend to have both. So he starts hunting any higher-ups on the prostitution rings, and he beats them to death, just like he thinks they beat his brother to death. May, Mai is there. She helps gather information, partially so that she can maybe be freed, or she just wants out, or maybe she just doesn't. You maybe know, she strikes a deal too with Ryan, with Julian. With yes. Julian, just like leave me alone or something, or just help me out. I'll help I mean, you. Help me. Yeah, kind of. Maybe thing. she has feelings for him too, but it, yeah. it's more in the back front, in the back burner. It's not going to yeah. be a frontward thing. Yeah. So each time he fights certain people, it does get intense. There's he, there's different styles of fighting they're doing. Each time it's a different place. It's like it's like a montage of him trying to be a detective, figure out the next step. And while this is happening, you're la- why are you laughing? <laughs> you like your martial arts movies. <laughs> I, it's turning into a martial arts movie, bro. <laughs> I, I know, but like there's so <laughs> fuck. I don't know. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's the reason. You don't have to show. It can be a montage if you want. But each battle has different lighting. But during each battle, the more he beats on them, the more red the lighting becomes. Mm. And it just clashes. Maybe it's not even going to look beautiful in some. Yeah, maybe start blue and shift to purple and to red. Yes, or like maybe yellow and then by the end it shifts to red and then there's a hint of less red later. But it keeps growing and growing. Everything's just getting more red. He's getting more... for the since this isn't a visual medium, this is an auditory medium. This podcast, I'm just gonna spell it out. Julian gets more and more bloodlusted, and he's just getting more into that devil kind, of, like you know, like yeah, he's just become, he's just turning into the same. He's going to that evil that his brother, in a sense, went to, right? Just falling into your darker temptations, or, or reverting back to when he killed his father kind of stuff maybe that can be a thing i yeah. wasn't didn't have a way to fit that in there i'll be honest i do like him killing his father maybe he swore to be better and that's why yeah. he left maybe you can have that when him talk, him and julian him and billy talking about it so the lieutenant's following behind him behind julian to carnage he figures out who it is but because julian is killing people in the prostitution rings he now finally has a way into getting rid of the prostitution rings so he, they're kind of going parallel to each other, although with Sword Cop, again, he just shows up, slices someone, continues yeah. on his merry way. I do like the uh, karaoke uh, scenes, because it shows like he's super sure of himself. I did like that. Lieutenant's now killing the higher-ups faster than Julian can, and Julian recognizes the slash marks thanks to his dream. Maybe he did. it wasn't just his hands, maybe he saw someone else die. So finally, Julian's the first one to find the man who killed his brother, and he learns the truth. It's very red, right? But maybe the it's getting brighter and brighter as he gets angrier. As soon as he hears the news, the red darkens. It's still there, but it's not as vibrant. It's not as awake. It's not as saturated. It's saturated. It's still very red. The lieutenant's waiting outside, and... He's going to let Julian live. He's helped. He kind of, he overheard what happened. It's all fine. Julian, though, still challenges him to a fight, and the lieutenant accepts. I want the fight to go the exact same way. 100%. I I love that part. The fight was good. The fight was good. It shows that he's so sure of himself, the the sword cop. He wins the fight easy. Lieutenant wins, and then... Here's the thing. I'm not sure if this is technically possible to show, but I would love if this is a thing you can do. Julian, like, lies down, coughing up blood. Maybe it's even more red. Maybe it's different colors. Mm-hmm. The blood. Mm-hmm. Not just red. He holds up his hands, like, up, like, straight up, almost like he's praying, mm-hmm. like a praying position, begging. Sword cop slices his hands. And as the blood splurts, all the red starts to kind of turn to blue, except for the blood. That's still just as saturated as it sprays all around Julian. Everything else is blue, even Julian's body. Whatever isn't, whatever blood is on Julian's body, everything is just ice blue, except for the blood. Just to kind of show that mm. it's over in forgiveness. Maybe he forgives himself. 
The cleansing. Of a the cleansing, yes. Thing. And that's where it ends. No karaoke on the end? Oh, the karaoke. Yes, yes, the karaoke. <laughs> Maybe it cuts to him, like, yeah. doing karaoke. The, 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 the movie literally ends on him doing, doing karaoke, karaoke and right. credits roll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did read it on Wikipedia. Yeah, no, end it with a karaoke. But, or maybe yeah. he's doing karaoke as the blood's leaving in slow motion, or leaking out in slow motion. And that way you have a way to make the... Yeah. If you can make it one shot, by the way, the blood leaving and, like, the color yeah. changing, I think that'd be cooler. But, again, I'm not sure if that's technically possible to do. I, I think it can. You, you can do some kind of color... Correction? Color, color correction like that and make it, like, two colors very easily. Uh, well, not very easily, but you can, you can definitely do that to make... Julian look fully blue and only leave the blood. You will probably need some CG. I mean, if which it's this small movie amounts. had like zero amount of. Yeah, it's small, small amount. I mean, I kind of glad. And it, it have... doesn't. It doesn't. Also, I, I feel with with how you your movie is going, it doesn't need to look super real. It's more of like a symbolism of the cleansing kind of thing. Also, yeah. I you know me, I'm a sucker for stylized shit. Yeah. So yeah, I can I can definitely see that being a thing. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, yours too. You, yeah. you fixed a lot of the minor stuff to make it just flow a lot better. Yeah, yeah. You, you made a completely different film. I, just, I do this all the time. Yeah. I have a bad habit of doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I try to stay true to what the writer and director were trying to make with with what what uh, I do too, but I had no idea this time what yeah. they were trying to do. I mean, yeah, like... Again, I, I also had no idea, but I kind of, like, I know that they had something in mind, so I try to keep more more of kind of, like, the same kind of styles and things that they were doing. Just definitely, it just, it just didn't work this far. It just didn't work for me at all. Is Drive better? Drive is so much better. Drive is a great film. Okay, I'll have to watch a+ Drive plus, then. That is not a movie we can put on this podcast because there <laughs> isn't anything to fix. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what would you rate this movie? I would rate this movie... Honestly, this is a, this is like a D for me. It's really pretty, but there's nothing. There's no substance other than that. Uh, maybe, maybe it'll go up if I have a epiphany moment of understanding what they were trying to do with this film. But as of now, it's a D. I'm thinking a D minus D, like a D D minus. I don't know somewhere in the middle of that. I like I said, it's pretty. I like some like I think your devil theory, like your devil god sinner theory makes it better but it, i feel like the theme kind of confuses that idea might confuse itself considering yeah. the mom at the devil asks the sinner for help that feels weird and isn't that like i mean satan's maybe, thing just to manipulate people yeah fair enough evil fair en- no okay that, that that does track yeah i, I, I think, have been awake since 3 a.m yeah uh, and it's 8 p.m right now yeah uh, <laughs> i think i think definitely uh if they if they want if that's the thing that the director wanted to show that kind of thing, I think you need to definitely show Sword Cop and his mom be more forces from nature kind of stuff. They're yeah, just manipulating the only mortal there basically. That's the re- I, the force of nature was what actually. That's why I didn't show anything about his actual life other than the karaoke. Mm. Because if it shows daughter, it shows he's more human. It shows mm-hmm. more what he's fighting for. But if this is just a pure force of nature who just believes in what he's doing and maybe karaoke is his only reprieve yeah i feel like it sets a more of a boundary between yeah, him and everyone else that's 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 one thing that they do in no country for old men you don't know anything about anton ever nothing <laughs> force of natures are really fun yeah to write. it is because the character who is the force of nature you don't need to put too much work Not, there well yeah but even you, then it, yeah. if you add just enough allure yeah. or maybe one thing that makes him a bit more human just one yeah it makes him more interesting and people were like huh yeah. i don't know when anton's thing is flipping the coin yeah exactly yeah 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 stuff like that yeah. what <laughs> all right uh but yeah that that was a film you can watch it if you want i already <laughs> gave i gave one what what i'd recommend is the book the other oh. one is i find i saw wong kai war's film in the mood for love also a good use of red blues I still need to watch that. I've, I've had it on my list for so long. I don't know how I keep it's on HBO Max. You might want to check uh, it out now before yeah, it disappears. Yeah, I saw. Also, uh, 
uh, Nicholas Cage. When when he's he did an AMA on Reddit and he said that his three favorite films for him were Pig. What was the other one? There was a three. It's been a while. It was Pig, something else, and then uh, a movie that's now on HBO Max. Uh, let me pull it up. It's been recommended to me all the time. HBO Max knows my, I like Nick Cage. Oh, come on. It's a, is it uh, Moon Moonstruck? No, it's, uh, what is it? Uh, Bringing Out the Dead. That's the one. He said that his favorite films for him were Pig, un, uh, something else, and then Bringing Out the Dead. Unfortunately, he didn't say Mandy, I think. He likes Man. I think he said, mentioned he enjoyed making Mandy. He enjoyed but making Mandy, but his three favorites were like Pig, uh, Pig, and Bringing Up the Dead. And another I'll one. be honest, Pig is my favorite Nick Cage. Yeah, film. it is the best Nick Cage film. It is. It is definitely. Well, also, The Unbearable Weight of a Massive Talent is pretty good. It's really good. Really funny. Really good too. Yeah. yeah it's it's air. It's air. I don't like the second half, but I can't hate on it too much because it's literally airproof. I can't say for spoiler reasons. Yeah. But there's no holes in the reason why I don't <laughs> like it as much. It's done well. Yeah. But, okay. The pet. Uh, spoilers for Unbearable Weight of the Massive Talent, but I just gotta say the Paddington Two joke. Solid. Hilarious. Yeah. No. That's yeah. And also, you see this in the trailers, so no spoilers right now, but. <laughs> When Pedro Pascal shows his like cave of Nick Cage shit, he has the axe from Mandy or the chainsaw from Mandy. Yeah, he has that, and then he the fucking the the Mandy was a masterpiece. What he was like, Mandy was a masterpiece. yeah, yeah, Mandy was a masterpiece. And then when he shows the the fucking Nick Cage from Face Off, yeah, he's like, oh my god, it's hideous. I'll buy you. I'll buy it for you for twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. It was good. But yeah, uh, I would recommend right now, not Lord of the Rings and not House of the Dragon, not Hot D. I would recommend Primal. Yes! Watch Primal. If you start now, you can probably get to the most recent episode before season two ends. Ed, we're not going to release this for a while. You might want to fix that one. <laughs> okay, well, current events are not current right now because this is... In stasis. Stasis. We are in stasis. We will be in the arc. For a very long time before we are allowed to see the light of day to poison the ears of our listeners. <laughs> if this gets us more viewers after all the shit I've been trying, I'm gonna get my I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but watch Primal. Season two is will be done by the time this releases. And if there's no season three, I'm literally gonna cry. I'm going to like I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write a bunch of angry letters to Sezlov and tell him to fucking get his shit together. And I think it's gonna be fine. And just I'm gonna cause... and I'm write a letter to Gendy Tarkovsky to send me just like an artwork, just one piece of primal. Doesn't have to be colored. Just I just want just like a random sketch you can do. Yeah, a random sketch of Spear and Fang. I think <laughs> this show's fine for one reason. First season one won them a lot of Emmys. Mm-hmm. Like I think so many Emmys. So. Season two is, I think, fine. Also, they fucking love him there. Mm-hmm. Like he makes everyone a lot of money, no matter what he does, or at least some popularity. I what I what I don't like about season two is that there's dialogue. Finally, I don't hate it because of, I don't hate it. There, there's there's on there's one episode that has. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't spoil. Still, don't spoil. Anyways, yeah, that was only God forgives. So this was our reshoot of Only God Forgives, uh, 2013, directed and written by Nicholas Winding Refn, yeah, Nicholas Winding Refn, I'm sorry if I butchered your name, and the cinematography was by Larry Smith. Please follow them on social media, they've made a movie, which is more we can say here. Bye. Wait, our, our, uh. Oh, plugs. We need our plugs. Oh, jeez. No, we're not. Our, our minoxidil. So, our what? Minoxidil. What's that? It's what's in Rogaine, bro. Okay. That's the active ingredient in Rogaine. Okay, (laughs) okay, thank you. Minoxidil, minoxidil. The more you know. Yeah. Um, let's see here. If you're going bold, don't buy Rogaine, just buy, like, store brands, minox. It's better. It's cheaper also. 
Oh, good to know. If I ever go bald, I might be my grandpa and my mom's side was bald. Same. Uh, we're, yeah, I feel we're, like we're already over the hurdle. We're both in our late 20s. Our email is reshootpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is at reshoot underscore podcast. And our uh, Twitter is reshootmoviepo1. Uh, yeah, go, you know, go give us like five stars or how many stars you think we deserve. Give us a review. If you can, if you're listening on a thing that can give us a review, uh, Ed, is there anything else you want to tell our audience, our lovely audience? Give us recommendations. Tell us, tell us if our opinions are wrong. Definitely roast me. Mostly. I I love that shit. If you want to say I speak too fast, like Ben Shapiro, fucking go for it. Go nuts. He also has a small face like Ben Shapiro. That's Charlie Kirk. <laughs> That's Charlie Kirk. Okay. My um, bad. We just lost all our Republican viewers. God damn it. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck the key. We're not keeping that. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely roast me. Uh, say that you'll step on my face and stuff. Because uh, Aubrey Plaza would do that, and that turns me on. Uh, Is that, did she say that in an interview or something? Yeah, she, she read Thirsty Tweets. And oh, okay. a, lot of, a lot of the people sending tweets to her was just like, I just want you to like absolutely destroy me. Like run me over with your car, step on my I keep face thinking of that, into like, the stilettos. I keep thinking stab of Stab me. Have you seen that one Cowboy Bebop fan dub where it's like, I want you to kill me. Yes, I that's saw that. I saw that. That's literally that's literally <laughs> thir- like that's literally what people thirst over We're, Aubrey Plaza. We are gonna be completely different people after the first eight hours. <laughs> Goodbye. See us uh, next time, either live or in the uh, stasis chamber again. Yes. Goodbye in the ethos. Yeah, in this white void that we're both in right now. Yes, it's very blank. It's like that one SpongeBob episode. Yeah. Or 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 John Oliver when he was writing. He was in the white void. We're we're in there now. There's there's a couple people I see in the distance. It's a timeshare. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs)